Hello, everybody, and welcome to the All About Health podcast. My name is Georgia Overbeck, and welcome to today's episode where I actually have a guest on. I told you at the beginning of season two that we were going to have exciting guests, and this episode is going to be one of them. I have Alana Bloomberg, the host of the Morning Ray podcast, and also a social media content creator and influencer across TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, all of the places. She is one of the reasons that I actually started this podcast because her podcast inspired me to start my own. She posts a lot about health and wellness and productivity and all that good stuff. So definitely check her out. All of her links will be down below if you do want to follow her and learn more about her life. But before we get into today's episode, we have our weekly recommendation. Well, it's my weekly recommendation. And I'm going to recommend to you this week, I'm giving a little shout out to my YouTube channel. If you don't follow me or are a subscriber on my YouTube channel, I am currently doing daily vlogs. And as I'm recording this, I just uploaded day two. So in the last, I have my YouTube channel up here. In the last three days, I've uploaded three YouTube videos. So if you're looking for just overall fitness and health lifestyle content, then I definitely recommend checking out my YouTube channel, which is just my name, Georgia Overbeck, and it is always linked down below. And if you do subscribe or like any of my videos or watch them, I appreciate it so, so much. And I do want to say thank you also that the podcast has reached 3,000 listens on Spotify. I am so grateful for everyone who has listened. Thank you so much. If you are subscribed, if you've listened to one episode or all of them, I can't even begin to express my gratitude and how grateful I am that this is growing. I hope that this brings you joy and inspiration and motivation and just overall happiness because that is my biggest goal with the podcast. And now that we've gotten the introduction out of the way, the weekly recommendation, let's get into the episode with Alana. I am here with Alana. Alana, thank you so much for coming on the All About Health podcast. Would you please introduce yourself Tell us a little bit about where you're from, what you do, how old you are, and one fun fact about yourself, just in case people don't know who you are. Okay, this is fun. Um, (laughs) I'm always really bad at describing myself, but hey guys, I'm Alana, or I go by Lan as like my little nickname. I'm 24. It's still weird to say that because I just turned 24 a lot. Two months ago. It's October. Two months ago. Um, Still getting used to that, but I'm 24 years old. I'm born and raised in Toronto, Canada. I'm a Canadian podcaster, influencer, creator, whatever you want to call me. Um, I do health and wellness content on pretty much every single platform started with Instagram, then started doing YouTube and TikTok, started my own podcast, Morning Ray, which is like a self-improvement podcast, big sister energy sort of vibes. I studied marketing. I went to Ryerson, now known as Toronto Metropolitan University. I did the commerce program there, majored in marketing, um, used to work at a few different creative marketing agencies in Toronto left last October coming on my one year of working for myself full time, which is really crazy. 
Um, and a fun fact about me. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like I don't have a fun fact. I'm about to run my first half marathon and I've made running my entire personality and it was definitely inspired by all the British running girlies on TikTok. I love that for, you know, when you said at the beginning, you're like, I don't know how to introduce myself. That was really good. <laughs> um, yeah, I was gonna, I was going to say, though, um, I've really been enjoying following your running journey. I am a runner myself. I haven't done any races or like marathons or anything like that, but it's definitely something I want to do one day. So I've really been enjoying following your journey on that. Oh, thank you. I was someone that didn't do races. I didn't think it was for me. Everyone that followed me who was a runner and was doing races was like, Alana, just do it. Like you'll love it. Mm -hmm. You'll get addicted and hooked. And I'm so happy I started this new addiction for myself. I mean, my wallet's not happy because races can <laughs> get expensive. But I've done – my first race was a 10K race, and it was a smaller race. Um, I did that back in July, and then I recently did a little 5K race, and then now I have my half marathon. So I strongly encourage you to try a race out, even if it's like – a shorter distance, like a 5k or a 10k and just get the feel for it. The environment is mm -hmm. so amazing. Everyone is so spirited, so excited to be there. There's a lot of people cheering on, especially like if you were to do a bigger race, like the half marathons, marathons, there's cheer stations and things. But it's such a surreal feeling that you don't get from just doing like your ordinary run. Um, and it's kind of nice because running can be quite a lonely sport unless you're part of like a run club. It's very independent. So it's kind of cool to do your training or to be running and to come to a race and see all these other people who have been training independently for the same thing and then to do it together. It's really deep here, but it's kind of a beautiful thing. I don't know. I love it. <laughs> No, I definitely want to do it. I was even thinking something that I started, I would say maybe five years ago, is whenever I turn a, a new age, I will mm -hmm. run that certain amount of kilometers. Mm -hmm. So this year, I ran 20 kilometers. And so I'm like, well, now that means next year I have to do the half. Yeah, it's only fitting. I saw a girl on TikTok do that, and she like made all her friends run it with her on her birthday. Um, I don't know if I'll ever make my friends do that. My friends think I'm crazy for running. So I do have some running friends. But like my close friends are like, I don't understand how you run for longer than like five minutes. But yeah, I get it, though. Like it's, it's hard until you do it to actually mm -hmm. imagine being able to. This is mm -hmm. just going to be a whole episode on running now. <laughs> it's my personality. I saw a TikTok yesterday that was like, if you can run a 5K, you know how to run a 10K. If you know how to run a yeah. 10K, you know how to run a half marathon. If you can run a half marathon, you know how to run a full marathon. I was like, well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, though. That I agree. Um, so uh, getting into the episode and – the questions that I have for you. So your social media platforms, you do YouTube and Instagram and the podcast, obviously, you talk a lot about health and wellness and fitness and obviously running. So mm -hmm. my question for you, the first one is, when and how did you start living a more health and wellness focused lifestyle? 
I want to say it was in my freshman year of university. So I was around 18. Um, I had recently stopped dancing competitively. So I had danced competitively from the age of eight until 18. So until I graduated high school. And obviously you enter university and you hear everyone talk about the freshman 15. So I definitely entered from a bit more of like a toxic standpoint. And I feel unfortunately a lot of girls tend to. Um, But I just knew like I wasn't going to be dancing as much. I definitely wanted to try eat better than I was previously because when I was dancing, I was dancing so many hours. I was also so young. So I always ate a lot of processed foods and there's nothing wrong with that. But I knew that I kind of wanted to change the way that I was like taking care of my body. So that was like my initial interest. I started to go to the gym for the first time, follow workout plans. Um, I tried to eat what I thought was better and healthier at the time. But then I want to say I got more into wellness per se in 2019 It was like the Kenzie Burke food combining era. And Mm. as much as that was very toxic, I think it really introduced me to the idea of eating whole foods, eating home cooked meals, um, really just taking care of myself. And then also the whole wellness aspects like journaling and meditation and therapy and all of that. And that's like where it kind of transformed from just being fitness and diet to a more 360 wellness approach like taking care of every aspect Mm -hmm. and that was 2019 and since then I've definitely explored so many different areas I started going to therapy super consistently in the fall of 2020 and that was definitely a big milestone for me and really impacted my mental health and made me have better self-esteem. I do cognitive behavioral therapy. So you're essentially rewiring your brain and the way you think, react, and process things. And it provides you with the coping mechanisms if you are an anxious person um, or if you have any struggles in your day-to-day life, like everyone does. It teaches you a healthier approach to it. And so that was 2020, and it's just kind of continued along since then but it was definitely a self-discovery my family I'm definitely like the black sheep of the family Mm -hmm. I'm so different from the rest of my family my family's always been kind of active but never super serious about it tries to eat somewhat healthy but doesn't eat the healthiest and I'm kind of the one that decided to take it into my own hands and educate myself and to explore holistic nutrition and medicine from that standpoint. Um, But definitely 2018 to 2020 were pivotal years for me. That's amazing. That's a, that's a really good journey. Thank you for sharing that. I think that when the pandemic hit in 2020, I think that that was when a lot of people started thinking about wellness and not Mm -hmm. just like fitness and being as lean as possible. I I don't know if that's for everyone. I know that that was my situation. Um, But I definitely feel like with the the growth of TikTok as well, that probably contributed to it. Also, I think podcasts got more popular in 2020. Mm -hmm. So I think there was just more information about wellness at that time. Yeah, I think so too. Even in conversations with friends and 
the activities you were doing together obviously became like more health focused and grounded, like going on walks with your friends, Mm -hmm. going for coffee, um, cooking a meal together as opposed to going to a restaurant or going out and drinking all the time. Like I think wellness practices entered more of the mainstream societies, people's lives in 2020. I agree. So you share a lot about health and wellness on your social media. I love your like morning routine TikToks (laughs) and things like that, or all of your non-negotiables that you talk about. And so I would love to know, it doesn't have to be your top three, but what are three of your non-negotiable things that you do every single day, like habits you are not going to miss? I always make my bed a clean space equals a clear mind. And I always preach that. I've always Mm -hmm. been someone that makes my bed. And I really can't function unless I do that. So make my bed. I like to get some sort of movement in, preferably outdoors. So whether it's a walk, a run, an outdoor workout, whatever it is, I like to get outside and I like to get moving. And then probably getting ready. A lot Mm -hmm. of people, especially if they work from home, just stay in their pajamas or they stay in their sweats all day or they don't do their hair or their makeup or like any of these things. And obviously like you don't have to do those things, but I just feel so much better if I get ready every single day, even if I'm putting on a new pair of sweats or I'm just putting on athleisure and I'm doing my makeup and hair. Cause that just makes me feel good. Even if I'm just at home, I think it mentally just makes you feel so much better If you're working, you feel so much more productive. I don't know. It gives you some sense of purpose. If you're constantly just like lounging around in like schleppy clothes at home, I feel like it's really hard mentally to get into the headspace to be productive, present, and efficient at your job or at school. So Mm -hmm. I always like to get ready every day. And it's also like a little confidence boost. I feel so much more confident. I feel so much prettier. And I also love the, like, the ritual of getting ready. Like, I love listening to a podcast while I'm getting ready. I love taking care of myself, taking care of my hygiene. And I think it's really nice to make it a little ritual for yourself. So to summarize, I like to make my bed every day. I like to do some sort of movement, preferably outdoors, so I can get fresh air and sunlight and endorphins. And then I also like to get ready every single day. I agree with you on all three of those. I, I I think I do all of those every single day as well. They just they just set the day up for success and make you feel so good. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like nothing too extreme. Like I think no. people get caught up in thinking that these like healthcare rituals have to be like so extreme or out of the ordinary. And it can just be these mundane things that You may already do, but you're just trying to be more consistent, present, and mindful with them. Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask, um, do you ever do yoga or like stretching in the morning? Sometimes. I've been trying to get better at just doing some like core activations. My personal trainer has been trying to get me to do this when I wake up. Um, So I'll just do like 15-second plank 15 second side plank on each side 
um, kind of just to like wake up the nervous system. I'm not the best with stretching in the morning, but I do make sure to stretch after all my workouts. Um, but I'm not, also not a huge yoga fan. Like it just doesn't vibe with me. I like mm-hmm. a Pilates yoga fusion, but I'm not like a big yoga person. Do you stretch every morning? <laughs> so I'm not, I've only been doing it for like two days in a row now. But I mean, that's, I still, have, that's a progress. <laughs> thank you. I have gone on just to YouTube and I'll search like 20 minute morning yoga or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it just does feel really nice. And I feel it's so much better to have that accountability with like watching a YouTube video. I don't think I would do it on my own at home. I don't, I'm not experienced. Like, I don't know what moves to be doing, but having the YouTube video really helps me. Like they, sometimes they'll have music going or the instructor will kind of tell you like how to center your breath and set an intention for the day and stuff. So I've been liking that. I was just curious if you ever do that. Honestly, that sounds really nice. (laughs) It actually is. (laughs) This morning I did it outside too. So It was beautiful. So along with running the half marathon, do you have any other current health and wellness goals or things that you're working towards? And you can include the marathon in this too. Yeah. So obviously right now the marathon and properly fueling my body and taking care of my body for that, it's a whole thing. Um, Because if you don't, you get injured or your body gets really worn down. Um, So that's definitely one of them. And then something else I've been trying to do, and I've spoken spoken about it a little bit on probably just my YouTube channel. I don't think I've really spoken about it on any other platform, maybe my podcast, but trying to find ways to lower my cortisol. I feel like I'm a naturally high-stressed person, um, and I feel like I hold a lot of stress physically, like keeping my shoulders up or like clenching my jaw or just like mentally feeling like very stressed all the time, even if I don't have anything super stressful happening in my life. And I'm also naturally very prone to inflammation. So trying to research and incorporate lowering cortisol practices into my life like having breakfast within 30 minutes of waking up, having food before coffee in the morning, waiting at least an hour and a bit before I have that coffee, trying to get eight hours of sleep a night, um, doing more low impact, low intensity movements outside of my running. Obviously running is very high impact, but just like trying to incorporate practices to lower my cortisol in my life and do research in that. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's definitely something I've been focusing on. Um, What else? Trying to eat more whole foods and home-cooked meals as opposed to takeout. I use Uber Eats way too much. (laughs) Um, So exploring different ways to successfully do that for me. Right now, I've decided I'm going to try like a meal prep service. There's one in Toronto Mm -hmm. called Nook. Um, and it's all like organic. They're like also gluten-free, but I'm not really a gluten-free girl, but it's gluten-free. Um, it doesn't use any like highly processed oils or anything. So Mm -hmm. it's very much like home cooked meals. 
Um, so I did for next week, I'm trying it out. So hopefully this works for me, but I did a 10 meal plan for the week. So essentially it would be lunch and dinner Monday through Friday. Cause I'm pretty good at breakfast. It's just always lunch and dinner. And I chose the athletes plan. So it's a bit more protein focused to support nice. my workouts. And I'm really, I'm excited about that. I feel really confident in it. Um, mm. And I soak into the owner and she seems really great. So I'm excited for that. But yeah, those are probably my goals right now. So the marathon, well, half marathon. God, if I was running a marathon, <laughs> I'd cry. <laughs> the half marathon, trying to lower my cortisol and trying to take better care of my body based on what I'm eating. So like less takeout, more nutritious, home cooked. I guess it's not really home cooked, but like Close. nutritious meals. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I wanted to ask, um, are you an overthinker? Yes. Yeah, me too. So <laughs> I, I agree with that. And like how you were talking about the cortisol and everything. Mm -hmm. I feel like my life isn't even that stressful. It's just that because I'm an overthinker, my mind comes up with so many things and situations mm -hmm. that could be stressful. And so something that I've recently started doing is I've set like work hours for myself. I also mm -hmm. do content creation and social media as my job. And so something that I've started doing is I'll start work at 9am and then at 5pm I'm done. Like I'm not going on social media. I am not scrolling or responding to emails or anything like that. And I'm not perfect at it. It's not always easy, but I find that kind of cutting it off to that time, it's been really nice actually. And then I can spend those early morning hours. And then after I'm done doing things like I really love puzzles. Like I find they mm -hmm. really relax my mind. So I'll do that or I'll read or I love to cook. I find that that's really relaxing for me. So I also agree with you on lowering the cortisol. I think that that was really good that you brought that up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I also try to like set myself a normal work day because it's really easy to just either work way too much or mm -hmm. to get caught up in the flexibility and autonomy that you have over your schedule as someone who's mm -hmm. self-employed. Um, so I think that's really great that you're doing that as well. Cause if you're working all the time, it's really not healthy. I have a lot of friends that do it and I continuously lecture them. I'm like, you need to put it away. Like you need to turn it off. You're going to burn out. I've been burned out before. It's not a fun feeling and it's not healthy for you and it's not going to be sustainable. Yeah. I don't think that there are many jobs that you mentally are there like 24 hours. I'm sure that there are some, but I think it's especially if you're an entrepreneur or working for yourself and especially everything being on your phone or your laptop. It's mm -hmm. so easy just to log on and be like, Oh, well just, you know, respond to one more email or whatever it is. So mm -hmm. I, again, I really love that you mentioned that. So health and wellness and fitness um, are is your passion, my passion, what would you say are some of your must-have tools or essentials or things or whatever it may be related to health and fitness? Okay. 
I love my athleisure, so my workout clothes, anything Lululemon, diehard Lululemon fan. I worked there for like close to two years. Always my tried and true, can't live without it. Love my Align leggings. I know I'm not supposed to work out in them besides yoga, but I do it anyways. (laughs) Same with my Align shorts. They're just like so comfy. I feel confident in them. They don't cut me off. So if they get a little pilling or a lot pilling Mm -hmm. from me running in them or lifting in them, so be it. My confidence and my comfort is so much more worth it. So that good pairs of running shoes for my different workouts. So I love my Nike Metcon 4s for lifting or HIIT workouts. They just feel really good. You feel really supported and grounded in your lifts. Um, They're totally flat on the bottom. So your foot's not rocking back and forth if you're trying to do like a squat or a deadlift or anything. And then I love my New Balances. I have the Fresh Foam. 1080 v 13s for running and i've really been loving those there is no better feeling than a really good running shoe that fits you properly that supports you and provides you what you need it changes your entire running experience my apple watch i have a series 7 apple watch i always get asked like what model i have i have the series 7 and i love it for tracking my workouts um it's fun seeing how many steps I have. I feel like my relationship with my Apple Watch has really gotten better over the past two years. Like I'm not really concerned about how many calories I did or didn't burn during the day. If I hit 10,000 steps, great. If I didn't, who cares? I'll just try to move a bit more tomorrow. Um, but I do really love it. I love that I can control my music on it. I love that I can see text messages if I'm out running, if I want to have access to that. But I'm sure I will soon replace this with my running watch that's on the way. Ordered a Koros Pace 3, which is apparently like the up-and-coming runner's watch to a Garmin. Um, So I'm excited to play with that. What else are like my wellness things? I love my ice roller. I have one that I keep in my freezer. I love using it, especially if I'm hungover because my face gets so puffy. Um, I love my Element or LMNT electrolytes, specifically the watermelon and raspberry flavors. Honestly, the other ones I don't really love, but those two are really good and it's really important with running to stay hydrated and to balance out your sodium levels. What else? I love my books. I love physical books because my entire life is on a screen. So mm-hmm. I love having a physical book, specifically anything by Colleen Hoover or Emily Henry is where I'm at. Um, and headphones. I recently upgraded to the Power Beats Pro headphones from Beats, specifically to wear when I'm running. And they have honestly changed the game. I love my AirPod Pros, but they do fall out or feel like they're falling out when I'm running. And I feel like I had to constantly adjust them. So really been loving having the head, like little earbuds that have a latch like over my ear to keep them secure. So yeah, those are all my essentials. Cool. I I love that you listed off all those. I'm so, I'm so (laughs) into all this stuff. I want to ask, I also love Lululemon. I always mm-hmm. go back to it. Like I try other brands, but 
the aligns you can't beat them Mm -hmm. Uh, do you have you ever tried their running shoes no I haven't because they came out with them after I had stopped working but Mm -hmm. I looked at a lot of reviews when I was shopping around for shoes and there's a lot of mixed reviews I think they're definitely still in the early stages of development for this product and Mm -hmm. so I think they're not the best um I've seen a lot of people say they run through them really quickly they're not enough support some people have said they've gotten injuries but at the same time people are gonna say all these things about like Nike, Hoka, Mm -hmm. Brooks, any other running shoe competitor yeah the one thing that just like really deetered me away from it was how fast people like ran through them like they didn't last as long as like a normal shoe should last which is approximately like 400 to 500 kilometers um or maybe it's more I don't know something like that but I don't know when I think of Lululemon I don't think of shoes I think of clothing and I think they should kind of just like stick with that I don't think (laughs) shoes are gonna last with them I could be wrong they could prove me wrong but I think their innovation is in clothing for athletes. Yeah, I, I I like your perspective on that. I've actually tried them, and I currently am using them. I mm-hmm. I actually got them when they first came out, and I've had three pairs since then. Like, I keep replacing them. And I don't know if I've noticed that they wear out fast. Now that you mentioned it, I kind of do think that depending on how often you run in them. I was just curious if you tried them or not. Cause I, I personally think that they're good. Like I have the mm-hmm. ones right now, they're a cross trainer. So they're for running okay. and strength training. And I think that they're a newer model. Like they had the original ones and then they came out with uh, another release a couple months ago and they've been good so far but I was just curious if you tried them or not yeah I think it just comes down to like what you look for in a shoe and what you prefer um everyone's gonna have different preferences so I know some people who have really loved them but I've just never tried them myself I've like looked at them online but I've never like been like I'm gonna get these Mm -hmm. yeah um okay so we have just a few questions left and the next one for you is what is one tip you would tell someone who wants to start living a healthier lifestyle start small like Mm -hmm. don't give yourself a million one different things that you want to integrate in your life today or tomorrow if you do that you're probably going to last for about a week before getting overwhelmed and burnt out it's not sustainable it's not the best approach to it start with one thing Focus on getting really great at that one thing, whether it's going to bed earlier, drinking more water, trying to, a lot of people don't eat breakfast. Maybe your goal is to eat breakfast every day. Maybe it's to make your coffee at home instead of going to Starbucks, because I think that counts into wellness too. But start with one thing, get really good at it, get really confident in it. And then slowly start to integrate other things one at a time. And that is going to be how you make it the most sustainable. Mm -hmm. 
if you try to do a million one things at once, it's I promise and I guarantee you I've been there. My friends have been there. You're going to burn out and you're going to fall off track. So yeah, start small, be really good at one thing and then add in the next. And it's so hard, like as humans, whenever we want to change, we're like, we need to change our entire life right now and like everything Mm -hmm. that we're doing. But I think that I totally agree with you, like starting small with one thing at a time, like is think about if you're making a recipe, you don't put everything all in one pot. So well, sometimes you do, but (laughs) you don't put everything all in one pot or one pan. And then you're like, all right, it's good now. Like you start slow and add one thing at a time and add things in at certain different times that need to be cooked differently. This is going on long, but you know (laughs) what I mean? Like starting small is the way to go for sure. Yes. So if you enjoyed this conversation with Alana today, um, definitely check out her social media platforms. Where can everybody find you? So you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. My handle is just at Alana Bloomberg, A-L-L-A-N-A-B-L-U-M-B-E-R-G. And then my podcast is Morning Ray. Ray is spelled R-A-E. But you can honestly just go to my Instagram and then everything is linked in my bio if you got a little confused. But my handles across the board are just my name. And I'm also on Pinterest. People always ask me for my Pinterest. So my Pinterest is also Alana Bloomberg if you want to scout out my pins. I love Pinterest. So I i didn't know that you were on there. So I'm totally going to be following you after because I'm obsessed with Pinterest right now. But yeah, definitely check out Alana if you are looking for more things related to routines and productivity and health and wellness. She is a go-to for me. So definitely check her out.